Socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Today's episode is brought to you by pollen because my allergies are through the roof. I look like I just smoked eight pounds of catnip. And no, that's not me just saying catnip instead of saying weed so you can draw to your own conclusions. I look like I've been smoking literal catnip. Like I was too stupid to figure it out, and now I'm having a an allergic reaction to the store-bought catnip that I put in my pipe and smoked. It is insane. Oh, my God. And it's Easter weekend, too. I feel like Jesus pushed that rock out of the way, came up this weekend, and was like, just kidding, it's me, the devil. Make everything bloom right now so that those with allergies can suffer. Oh, And Seattle is like a beast of its own. I needed to get used to this when I started teaching because literally when things bloom here, it's like everything. I feel like every plant here is a pollen making plant and trees. Trees, some of these trees don't even have flowers. They just drop pollen out of their friggin stems. My I'm this is not an exaggeration. I walked out to my car from work the other day. There was a yellow film on my windshield. I looked at it as like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to crush my Zyrtec and snort it at this rate because it's not getting into my bloodstream fast enough. Oh, and the kids, same. I can hear those little sniffles under their masks and I'm like, I feel you, baby. You had feel full? Same. You feel like you just gave birth? Same. Same. I feel like I just gave birth out of my eyeballs. It is, oh baby, it's a lot. So um, if you're suffering from seasonal allergies, I feel ya, baby, I feel ya. I heard that like if you eat super healthy, it can help your allergies. I'm pretty sure it's just a crock of shit at this point. I have a really cool situation at my school. There's this woman in the neighborhood. Her name is Marilyn. And she's got a beautiful, beautiful garden that she lets the kindergartners come to and explore. And she sprinkles little trinkets around in her garden. So as they're walking around, they can find whatever it is that she's left for them. It's super cute. Um, Marilyn last week had a bunch of things in bloom, which again, my, my internal being was excited to see the things in bloom. Every organ attached to my face was like, oh, God, this is where your body shuts down. We went um, down to her garden. She had all sorts of flowers that had bloomed. She had tulips and hyacinths and daffodils. Literally, if it grew, Marilyn had it. I think Marilyn actually is Mother Nature. She just hasn't she hasn't shown her true self to me yet to let me know that it is, in fact, her. Anyway. So we wrote thank you letters to Marilyn for showing us the flowers because I don't know. I thought it was a nice thing to do. So we wrote her thank you letters. I literally wrote with the kids, dear Marilyn, like I letter by letter, dear Marilyn. They wrote, dear Manny Lynn, dear Macy Lynn, dear Marilyn. 
Dear Mary Magdalene. Like, it was all just garbage writing, which I love. It's one of the parts that I love the most about it. But I told them, okay, I'm going to write Dear Marilyn with you, and then you write the rest. Like, whatever you want to write in your thank you letters. She also grew wheatgrass with the kids. So a lot of them wanted to write, Dear Marilyn, thank you for the grass. That is not what they wrote. They wrote, Dear Marilyn, takeu for the gross. Dear Marilyn, taku for the gross. They were all over the place. But my favorite one. A lot of the times the kids think the th sound is actually a f. Newsflash, it's not. Okay? And if Hooked on Phonics didn't teach you that in 1994, we got a big problem. Anyway, one kid who was very confused by the TH and F sound, <laughs> he wrote, and I swear, it just says, Dear Marilyn, fuck the gross. <laughs> he wrote, it's fuck, you guys, F-O-K, fuck the gross, gross, G-R-A-S, fuck the gross. Marilyn, I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings and you're listening. He actually meant, dear Marilyn, thank you for the grass. That's, I'm in kindergarten interpreter, right? If anybody needs a kindergartner interpreter, I think I should just start going to doctor's offices and being like, I can interpret this kindergarten writing for you. This specific kindergartner, dear doctor, wrote, dear doctor, give my teacher medical grade Claritin before his face falls off his body. That, like, that's, it's a talent. If you teach kindergarten or, or lower grades, you know too. Like, we can read that. The common eye, they can't. It's our superpower. It's what we do. Marilyn also teaches the kids about the things that she grows, and she lets them eat stuff in the garden, which I, like, I'm like, okay, first of all, only eat what Marilyn says you can eat, because the last thing I need is some of you going over there and digging up some poisonous something. And then next thing you know, we're going growing grass here. Yeah, my ass will be grass when I get fired because one of y'all decided to eat a pound of horseradish. All right, chill. Marilyn grew Tuscan kale. How fancy. And she told the kids they could eat the kale. Now, when she told the kids they could eat the kale, I made the mistake of assuming that they understood that that meant pick the kale and then eat it. I walked to another part of the garden and I turned around. They were just straight up eating the kale right off the plant without their hands like a herd of cows. Just bending down mouth to leaf, ripping it off the plant then chewing. I went over there like, Mr. D, this is good. They were just munching away. I was like, I think you guys are just like garden pests at this point. I don't know what's happening. Then I just kind of let them experiment, let them go with it for a little bit, right? Oh, wow. One kid. One kid, he went from part of the, the herd of cattle to a straight up beaver He went to the bottom of the kale stalk and started just chipping away at the whole thing. And when it started to fall, he cupped his hands to the rest of the class and went, Timber! 
Grrr, as the kale stalk fell to the ground. I thought that would be the end of the kale. Nope. They all screamed yay, went to the fallen kale, got on their hands and knees, and proceeded to eat the leaves off like land-dwelling piranhas until all that was left was just the stalk with no leaves. They ate it all with their mouths. No hands. Go get it, kids. Now, you know what? And also on top of that, I'm glad y'all are eating your kale. Because I'm pretty sure if I chopped this up, steamed it, and turned it over to you to eat, you would have fought me tooth and nail. But here, here's a whole kale tree. Have at it, you little rabbits. Oh, God, I can't say rabbits. A little PTSD. A hawk will come and get them. Oh, geez. Still not over. Rest in peace, Rosie the Reading Rabbit. Rest in peace. Want to take a quick minute to say hello to our newest Patreon subscribers. What's up, Susie P? Oh, Susie P, I see that you subscribed for the whole year. We'll see you for the next 365 days, baby. Amanda John, Ashton Michael. I love you, Ashton Michael. That's a real good name. Ashton just sounds so Southern. It's the Ashton and the Asherleys and the Ashley Megans. The Ashley Lees or the Ashleys with an I-G-H. Y'all are some special sorts of Southern. Caitlin Schneider, Caroline Hawkins. She sounds like a regal author. Everything Southern with me. I don't know why, but I'm just going to roll with it. Leslie, just Leslie, no last name. Liz, just Liz, no last name. I see what you're doing, protecting your identity. Melissa Nelson, Marissa Heiss. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Patreon. I super, super appreciate the support. Listen, the Patreon is how the podcast keeps going. Become a Patreon member and support the podcast and keep it going. Patreon.com slash Joe is how you can become a member for five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. That's it. And you get tons of new perks. You get bonus episodes of both the Social Studies podcast and Let's Watch TV with my mom. You get all tickets to all shows before the Gen Pub so you can go on in and get in there. Am I starting a free VIP upgrade on your ticket if you're a Patreon member? Perhaps. You'll have to get in there and find out. But I uh, also want to let you know that uh, this April, we have a teacher comedy show coming up with teachers from all over, teacher comedians from all over the world who are going to be in there. It's a good one. Don't want to miss it. Live on Zoom. Can't wait to have you in there. Become a Patreon member. Patreon.com slash Jonabrowski. Patreon.com slash Jonabrowski. Patreon.com slash Jonabrowski. We'll see you on Patreon. Yo, the Patreon brought to my attention, too, that I have a lot of just moms. I don't mean to say just moms like that. I'm saying just moms like moms who are not even teachers. You just listen to the podcast because you love it. And I'll, I love that. We have a huge demo of the moms up in here. I'm seeing you on Instagram doing all those shouts and I love it. Listen, I got to tell you moms something, okay? Specifically, you non-teacher moms. If you purchase your child a backpack that is so small that it doesn't even fit a standard size folder, you're going to hell. Let that sit in with you. You are going to hell. You are, in fact, the bane of my existence, all right? Listen, let's put this into perspective. Picture that super cute shoe. It's so cute, but you basically have to butter your foot to get your foot in it. Doesn't matter. 
Your foot's busting out. You look like you got eagle talons hanging out over the top. Doesn't matter. That shoe is so cute. You love it. You go out on the town. You got a night clubbing with your girls. You're on your feet the whole time. You stumble your little ass back onto the party bus. The next day, your feet are throbbing and you hate those shoes. Those super cute shoes, my friend, are the tiny backpacks that barely fit friggin' anything. The only difference is you don't get to experience the pain. I do in the classroom because every day at pack up, I got 13 kids trying to shove a full-sized lunchbox, a water bottle, three folders, and a bunch of friggin' wood chips and pebbles that they've collected. God knows what else. All of their unfinished work at the end of the week into a backpack that's shaped like a damn shoebox. Is it worth the cuteness? Let's be real. This is what you guys got to do. I know you want that super cute back to school picture with your with your kid. All right. It's got to be super cute, right? Y'all should have a little backpack society where you just trade that backpack. Just buy one. Go in with 10 other moms. You each put $10 in because I know the backpacks that y'all are sending your kids to school in are at least $100 for literally five 12-inch by 12-inch squares of fabric is what made this thing. And it's not even, it might as well be made of friggin' straw. Just go in with your girlfriends. Buy that backpack, take a picture with your kids, send it down the street. They'll take a picture and then put it into a safe place. Because let's be real, you might have another kid. Save it. Instead of sending it to school where the zipper is going to break off in one week. Now, on top of that, I, the teacher, am shoving this backpack full of so much shit. There's no zipper, so I got to use my little pincer fingers to slide that zipper around. On top of that, I'm sitting on the damn thing like I'm packing luggage for a trip to Ibiza. I want to friggin' die. Do you know why else, moms? It's because... As I'm spending all this time on this tiny ass backpack that was made for a Muppet, I got 20 other kids about to kill each other behind my back because there's so much to do when I'm focused on the backpack that has googly eyes and panda ears. Listen. If the straps are more material than the bag itself, it's not worth it. I'm starting a movement. It's called Teachers Against Tiny Backpacks. It is a real movement. We are out here in these streets trying to educate you moms. We're trying to protect not only ourselves, but your kid. Because I'll tell you what. When I call the kid with the tiny backpack up to pack up for the rest of the day, a little bit of my soul dies because I know it's going to take 15 minutes at the least for that kid to pack themselves up. And it's not their fault. Mom, they didn't have a say in this backpack. Mom, you bought it because it's 
cute. You might as well have sent your kid to school with a two-gallon Ziploc bag with rubber bands as straps. Get it together. T-A-T-B, Teachers Against Tiny Backpacks. That's Tatba. Tatba. I'm a Tatba kind of teacher. T-A-T-B, Teachers Against Tiny Backpacks. Don't you forget it. I need you, if you are driving right now to go pick your kid up from school or to drop your kid off from school, you better look at the size of that backpack. If it is the size of your head, throw it out of the window right now. Right now. There is no place in this world for backpacks that are too small. Get out of here. And yeah, I'm talking to you, Jan Sport. And any other backpack companies that had the audacity to create a backpack that tiny? It won't even fit my foot. Uh-uh. Me and all the T-A-T-B teachers were coming for you. We're out here in 2021, all right? We're done with it. And God forbid it's winter and you send your kids to school. And they do not know how to get their boots off and their regular shoes on. Jesus Christ, I'm going to lose my friggin' mind. You, I'm just, this is a thing that I don't have time for, so you have to do it. Please teach your kids how to get boots off without sitting there. They're just pulling. They don't even know that you have to move your foot in a certain way to get your foot out of the boot. They're just pulling like, uh, 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 uh. Okay. Teach your kid how to get a boot off and how to put a regular shoe on. While you're at it, teach it how to tie that shoe because I do not tie shoes. This is why I don't tie shoes. This week, a super cute, cute, cute little kid in my class asked me to tie his shoes. I was like, sure. Why? Because I like you too. Because you're going to try and do this and it's going to become untied anyway. So let me do it for you. Reach down, grab those shoelaces. They were sopping wet. With what? I don't know. But let me tell you what. By the smell of that shoe, it was riddled with disease. And now my bare hands were on it, okay? I don't know what was lurking in the fibers of those shoelaces, but I do know that it wasn't healthy for me to touch because it was most likely urine from the bathroom floor. Teach your kids how to tie their shoes. If they can't tie their shoes, I'm totally fine with some Velcro laces. Let's even bring back those curly ones from the 90s, okay? Don't care. I'm not tying shoes. I'm not tying shoes. I will literally hand your kid an iPad and YouTube tying shoe instructions. Actually, I won't do that because I'm going to capitalize on this moment and make a shoe tying instruction video for your children just so I can be like watch this 75 times over the weekend because I'm not touching your dirty disgusting bacterial infection worthy shoelaces and that's that I'm gonna step down from this um soapbox that I'm on right now and the moral of the story is get rid of your tiny ass backpacks and teach your kids how to tie their shoes <laughs> I am so sorry.
that I know that energy was a bit much, but you're just, we're gonna, we're okay, we're moving forward. We're moving forward. I love you. You love me. We see each other. Thank you. Okay, we're gonna change things up a little bit. All right, you guys know that I pick a winner every week, right? All you gotta do is take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast or a little video of you listening to the podcast, post the screenshot of the podcast and tag me in it and say something, I don't know, clever, anything. And I pick one winner every week that usually wins a Mr. D swag pack. But now, up on my website, mrdtimes3.com, the number three, mrdtimes3.com, go to shop. I have a line of teacher shot glasses out now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. All right. I'm sending the winner a bundle where you get all of the shot glasses. All right. The shot glasses are this. There's one that says after school snack with an apple that has a bite in it. There's another one. It's it looks like a little handwriting page of that teacher handwriting that we do and we're teaching kids how to write their letters, except the letters in capital and lowercase are T G I F. There's a tall one that says one, two, three, all eyes on me. And there's another one that's a blackboard and it says teacher off duty. The winner this week is getting the bundle, one of each shot glass. I'm excited to give that to you. I'll throw some extras in there too. We'll give you a, a lanyard and probably a candle also. But, and again, if you guys want to get in there, get the shot glasses before they're fully out there to everyone. It's MrDTimes3.com. Click shop. You'll see the shot glasses. The winner this week is JJ underscore the jet plane 18. And yeah, I know JJ the jet plane. I even remember the intro to that show. JJ the jet plane. That's me. I remember that. Okay. JJ the jet plane. I picked you because you posted a screenshot of the episode Liar Liar Pants on Fire. You said you were dying laughing. But then you also said this. But let's also never forget that they can be brutally honest. My students drew a picture of me with yellow ends to my brown hair. Then when I asked what was at the end of my ponytail, she said, well, you have really split ends and dry hair. So I wanted to capture that in this photo. The shade of a five-year-old is real. And at least she shows me skinny. Yes. <laughs> JJ the jet plane 18 I am sending you a shot glass package extravaganza thank you for listening and to all of you thank you for listening to the podcast I absolutely love making this podcast for you guys hey those teacher appreciation weeks coming up right these shot glasses to the moms, to the moms out there who have kids with tiny backpacks, you owe your teacher these shot glasses. Just gonna say that. Just gonna say that. They make awesome teacher appreciation gifts and that's right around the corner. So go and snag them up before they're all gone. Again, you guys, remember, you're a person first before you're a teacher. Make some time for you. Enjoy a laugh, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends. Don't burn out. This job is super fun, but it is super taxing. Make some time for you. Enjoy life. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye.